Welcome to Scale School, my friends. I'm Dan Bolton and my purpose here is simple. I wanna help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger, life gets better. Here we will be talking everything from getting clients, keeping clients, teams, leadership, but most importantly, making scaling simple and fun again. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope you get a ton out of today's episode. What is up, beautiful humans? Today, I wanna to talk to you about how to create more content and better content as you evolve as a coach and as a creator. Specifically, I wanna share the three phases that we all need to go through to go from unknown to authority in any niche. And this is both gonna be philosophical, but it'll get down dirty into the practical. And this comes from a training that I just did with clients very early barley time here this morning. I was up at 3 a.m. Uh, because I didn't manage my time quite well yesterday prepping for it. And so I was up at 3 a.m. getting this finished and there was a whole training on what I called content scaling. And today I just wanna share this, these three phases because one of the biggest challenges that I found in, in scaling my business is knowing what's a right thing, what's a wrong thing, and what's a right thing with the wrong timing. Does that make sense? It's sometimes there are things that are just flat out wrong, you shouldn't do them, and some things are completely right, but it's the wrong time. And knowing that there are stages to this content game, you know, whether you're at 10K a month, whether you're at 100K a month, there are certain things that based on my experience working with hundreds of clients, you should be doing in certain stages and some things that you shouldn't be doing. And I just wanna go through, do a couple of squiggles on the iPad. So if you're listening along, I'll, I'll do my best to uh, explain it. And if you're able to watch, you can kind of follow along like that. And I wanna break down the three phases that all of us will go through going from unknown to authority in our market and, and, and more specifically how we take that uh, stage we're in to and use that to create more and better content. So let's just dive right in. There are three different phases or stages as we evolve as a coach. And I, I break these down also into kind of approximate revenue levels. And some of these uh, things I'm gonna share in this video are gonna have to be generalizations, right? There is no hard and fast rule like once you hit 100K, congratulations, you get to start a podcast, ding, 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 ding. Like it's not that simple, right? But in my experience working with, you know, I think like 750, 800 clients to this point, there are just things that I've seen that have become rules of thumb in terms of what I would recommend people to do based on their stage of business when it comes to creating content. So stage number one is volume. Volume is the foundation. All of us have to go through this stage of volume. Volume is all about putting in the reps, building the skills, and building market expertise. I'm gonna say that again. Volume, this first stage that all of us have to go through is about putting in the reps. It's about posting lots of content so that we can develop the skills and develop deep market expertise. So oftentimes what happens is when we get started, we see people way further ahead than us doing all this stuff, right? When I first got started in 2018, I left my crazy different world in youth ministry as a youth pastor and I stepped into the online business space. And at that point, Gary V was popping off. The dude had a vlog, he was doing everything, he was everywhere. 
And so what do you know, first week of business, I'm sitting down and I'm trying to design a website. And then I'm also designing the cover photo for my new podcast I'm about to launch and about to become a YouTube star and I'm looking at like hiring a videographer and things like that. Now keep in mind, at this point I might've had one, maybe two clients. I did not have a business yet. I did not have an office. I don't even think I owned a laptop properly yet. And yet I was scheming and dreaming of world domination through content marketing. And I quickly learned that for that stage of business, it made no sense. And thanks to mentors like uh, Sam Ovens and a little bit later, Taki Moore, they kind of reined me in and <laughs> said, hey dude, simple, right? Simple scales. And so I really focused in on then developing just these simple skills around content marketing. And instead of being everywhere, I was just in really one place, just focused in on Facebook. Volume at this stage is about developing skills specifically around copywriting and then uh, being on video, I think is another really, really big skill. But it's about learning to like write persuasively in such a way that people uh, feel something, right? They don't just uh, learn something, but they feel something and that ultimately they start to know, like, and trust you, right? This is where you wanna be developing more of your expertise. And at this stage, you don't really know what works. I mean, if you're at 10K a month, you've obviously had some level of like things that are clicking together, but it's not like every post you write is a home run. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you don't know what connects and converts. You don't know what message is gonna resonate, connect with your market at the deepest level. And so that's what the stage of volume is about. At this stage, I just tell clients to post basically every day, right? Sometimes it's long, sometimes it's short, sometimes it's written, sometimes it's video. Put in the reps. You need to learn what good content is. You can only learn it by doing it a lot. <laughs> okay, so this is this volume stage. I'll break them down a little bit more in depth shortly, but that's volume. Number two is value. This is a really interesting stage that I think a lot of people get confused about. And one of the things that I've seen is that value becomes a very, very important part of the process, and, but it deceives people for a couple of reasons. Firstly, in one sense, once you've put out a lot of content, right, you've developed these skills of copywriting, deep market knowledge, you know what connects and converts, what's gonna resonate the most, is you can take your foot off the gas a little bit when it comes to quantity. Right, very important distinction. You might not have to post every single day when you were in this phase. When you were in the phase of value, you now know what hits, what doesn't, what connects, what doesn't, and so you can channel it into fewer posts, but better posts. And so from a pragmatic standpoint, if you imagine you're going from posting every single day on your Facebook profile to now you might have a Facebook group or Instagram or something like that, but you don't have to necessarily post that much because you have more traction, more skills, and instead of just sh every single day, posting every single day, you can now invest time into creating less, but better content. There are massive risks at this stage that I'll get into a moment, but this is the value stage. And then lastly, this is the stage that most people wanna to skip to right away. I call it omnipresence. I'll break it down more in a moment, but basically omnipresence is you are combining volume and value, right? Quality and quantity, and you're doing more, but better, right? So you've really figured out what's working, and now you can be uh, doing great content consistently and you can be redistributing it across a number of channels. Now, let me break down exactly what this looks like at each stage of your business because again, the key here is to know as a coach and as a creator, and if you didn't know this, you're a coach. Like if you're a coach, you're also a creator. You're not just this entrepreneur. You create stuff, right? Not only do you create change, which is like, ah, really inspiring, but you create content. like. 
in order for you to be able to coach people in the first place, you need to create marketing content, right? <laughs> like that's a really, really big key of what it means to be able to build authority, build trust with strangers, you create content. And then once people are in your world, in your programs, in your courses, you then create a whole bunch of curriculum. And yet for many people, coaches I'm talking about, many coaches just do not identify with the word creator. And it's not because they don't connect with the reality of it. It's because they kind of see themselves as this entrepreneur and like creation is this really annoying thing that they have to do rather than this amazing privilege they get to do. And why I share this is because when you understand the phase and the stage you're at and you just play within the lane that you're supposed to be in, everything becomes easier. You're not trying to be all things to all people or on all channels, trying to be everywhere, but you can based on the stage and the resource you have just play to your strengths into the season you're in so let's break down volume here for a second again I'm talking in generalities but what I see typically revenue wise is that this is zero to 20k a month again some people might hit the stride with value earlier but I'm going to talk through this I see it typically in the zero to 20k a month range and specifically speaking at this stage you should be focused on one channel and I'm pausing here for dramatic effect if you're under 20k a month you have no business being on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and doing email and having a YouTube and a podcast if you love doing that and you don't want to grow your business then by all means do that but one of the things that I have experienced is that the reason people who are under 20k a month and have all that stuff is the reason they're under 20k a month right? It's because you're doing so much that you're unable to scale past the point of where you are. And scaling businesses and getting clients is hard enough already without adding in all the complexity of all the different stuff uh, that comes with marketing across lots of different platforms. So one channel. The risk here, the, like the, the enemy of this season is inconsistency. And this is a big, big thing. When you are in this season of business, you risk missing out on the opportunity to get to the next level simply because you are intense one week and then you put your foot off the gas the next week. And then you're all in one week and then you pull your foot off the gas the next week. And the key here is getting consistent. And the only way that you get consistent is really learning to focus. And this, again, this is really simple stuff, but I'm telling you right now, a lot of people that I've worked with, a lot of people that I see, this is the fundamental stuff that they, they don't want to hear, but they need to hear, right? The things that are really going to unlock that next level for them is the boring stuff that no one wants to talk about and no one really wants to do. And ultimately here, the goal, the thing you are trying to develop more than anything that will unlock that next level is developing expertise. And this comes down to you in a more deep way, I'm not going to say deeply, I'm not going to say you fully understand it, but in a deeper way, you understand your market. Under 20K a month, you're still trying to figure out what works. It's like kind of throwing stuff at a wall and seeing what sticks. That happens on both your marketing, your sales, your offer, you're trying new things. Sometimes it works, some things it doesn't. But what you want to do at this stage is to develop a deep, deeper expertise in knowing your audience, knowing your niche, knowing what words, what triggers, what are their pains, frustrations, what are their aspirations or goals, what language do they use, what's their dream uh, outcome, what's their current situation. It's really understanding all of those things deeply and then being able to create content that speaks directly to it. 
All right, let's talk about the next level, value. Value, and again, general ranges, is 20 to 80K a month. Now, you might be saying big range. Well, yep, there are big ranges uh, of revenue across coaching businesses, right? <laughs> We've worked with people all the way to a million dollars a month. And so there are bigger ranges that you're just gonna be in a stage for a longer period of time. What happens in value is that you start to diversify a little bit, but you do it in a very smart way. No, at 20K a month, you do not need to launch a podcast. You don't need to be prolific on reels. You don't need to be dancing on TikTok. What we do here at this stage is we start to learn to redistribute. So we have one channel, and again, this might be a Facebook group, might be Instagram, plus email. And this is a huge key that many people miss out on. Email is epic. I'm recording this in 2023. I'm telling you right now, if you're not sending at least three to four emails a week, you're sleeping on it. It is an amazing opportunity, but it is also a rabbit hole that you can go down and you can start like going, oh my gosh, I need a you know, copywriter and all that kind of stuff. And you don't need that at all. What you need is A, you need a lead magnet to be building that list consistently, whether it's organically or whether it's paid. And then B, you just simply need to repurpose and redistribute the content that you're creating for this one channel. And then you put it onto email. I know it's crazy. The thing that took us to 347K a month, going from zero to that in 16 months was literally our Facebook group plus email. And when we added in email, I felt like the dumbest idiot because basically our sales doubled. Like we did no more work in anything else other than starting to email the list that we had built. And all of a sudden our appointment setters at the time were booking twice as many calls. Email is an incredible asset, an incredible channel. And at this stage, you simply do one channel, right? Focused in good content, right? The less but better we were talking about. And then you add an email, you redistribute that same content and you put it on email. The risk here is that you take your foot off the gas on the quantity, so you do less, but you do low quality, right? So you do less and low. And I want you to think about this for a second. I see this happen a lot of times, is that coaches, they get some level of success, they're getting clients, they were posting every day, but now they have all these clients to deal with. Maybe they're starting to build a team and all of a sudden creating content now feels like this frustrating thing that they need to do on the side. And so they start to feel scarce in their time, scarce in their energy, and all of a sudden content creation is getting the worst of them, if anything at all. And what happens is they start to post less, but now the, the stuff they're posting is just as bad or worse than what they've posted in the past, meaning they're not stepping up their game for the level they're at. And what happens is they either stay completely stuck or they go backwards because they're losing authority in the market. People judge us off of our content and know they do not look at one post and say this person is great or they're not. Obviously we can have flops and we can have one hit wonders. But if our posting, if our content creation goes downhill, if it's trending low, if it's trending bad, it has a negative effect on our reputation. And the risk here is that people just post less, they take their foot off the gas, they lower the quantity and they do not improve the quality. Now that's the real key here. What you wanna be developing here, and in, in, in volume we talked about focus is the big key, right? One channel consistently posting. The next piece here is what we call core identity marketing. Now that's a really cool name uh, for something that means really simple, which is that you learn to speak to people's hearts, not just their heads. Now this is gonna sound fluffy, but I'm gonna really break this down right now. 
Beyond you saying, I help coaches get more sales calls, get to 10K a month, 100K a month, core identity marketing starts to speak to the core ident- uh, the core aspirational identity that someone has. And so it's not just about someone working with Dan Bolton and they get more clients, it's about the person they become in the process. So I'll give you a quick example. We just had an amazing client, uh, Jacob, join us in the last few weeks and right away him and I headed off. He's doing uh, almost 100K a month already, successful, great dude, and just easy and lovely to work with. And when he first joined, I asked him, I said, I'm curious, what made you uh, join? What made you sign up? And he, he gave the best answer. He said, you know, I was looking at all these programs and I was looking with all these different coaches to work with. And there were a lot of great ones. I jumped on calls and it was all cool. But uh, I'm having a kid in July. This is what he was saying to me. He's like, I'm having a kid in July and I know I need to figure out how to do this business thing now with a family. And I see that you have a family and you have a lifestyle that I really want to emulate. And so I just feel like you're a great person to learn from because we have similar values. Now, that's what do you think about what, what he's saying there. Did he come to me to make more money? 100%. Did he want to dial in like group stuff and all that? Yep, 100%. But I was speaking to his aspirational identity with ultimately the life that I was living and the way in which I was talking about running my own business and how other people and our clients could run theirs too. And core identity marking speaks to the core of who someone is and who they want to become. And this is where in your content, you have to get really good at learning influence. It's not just about educating people, you really need to understand that we need to get past people's heads and just stop stop trying to lecture them and start speaking to the core of who they are. An incredible writer that I follow on Twitter, his name's Dan Coe, he said something to the effect of, uh, people do not want to be lectured, they want to be understood, right? When you understand that marketing is psychology and you realize that people do not want to be lectured, they want to be understood, you will market differently. And so at this level, you want to get better at marketing by understanding psychology and understanding how to influence people. And you do that from being able to go past lecturing people, past educating people, and start influencing them based on their identity of who they are and who they want to be, rather than just connecting with their brain, you're connecting with their heart. And last but not least here, if the first stage of volume is about developing expertise, the value stage is about building an audience. And I could speak all day about the value of building an audience, but I won't. All I want to say and emphasize is that if you do not have an audience, or you are not actively building an audience or a community, you're making a huge mistake. We've heard it said, you know, the thousand true fans, the, the tribe of people who know, like, and trust you, whatever you call it, you need to be actively building that group of people that when you post, they click. When you speak, they listen. When you do a video, they watch. You want to cultivate that and focus in on building that level of trust with a group of people. And then lastly, omnipresence. Now, I'm going to say for many of you, you're probably not at the stage. For those of you that are, uh, this will be helpful. For, for those of you that aren't, this is going to be something that you store away in your brain and go, fantastic, I'm going to save this for later. Omnipresence is typically, again, generally speaking, 80K plus a month, meaning you've kind of hit that million dollar mark right? You're on that million dollar run rate, you're at a million a year, and now you can start diversifying. If volume is about one channel and value is about one channel plus email, beyond the million, we go multi-channel. Now, what's really important here is just because you hit 
a million doesn't mean you gotta go multi-channel. We are 6 million deep in our business and I am just now going, okay, YouTube, podcast, <laughs> shorts, you can maximize one channel for a really long time. And what you wanna do is you only wanna add in multi-channel when it solves a problem. When you start to wanna think bigger, expanding your time horizon, really start to build a personal brand rather than just thinking about how many calls you're booking in the next seven to 30 days, right? It solves a problem by changing kind of the mindset that you're approaching things with. And so at this stage, you're gonna be multi-channel and the risk here is that you are creating not redistributing. And what I mean by this is that you are trying to custom create everything for every different platform. You are trying to custom create uh, for a podcast and then you've got a YouTube channel and then you're doing, you're sitting down and you're recording shorts and you're doing TikToks and whatever else. And that's a big mistake because it leads to burnout. At this stage, you wanna build a system and build a team that can redistribute your content for you. And so we call this, like the solution to this is what we call the, the hub and spoke model. Hub and spoke model. And I'll break that down more in just a second. And lastly, if volume is about developing expertise, value is about building an audience, ultimately omnipresence is about establishing authority. So I want you to think about this for a second and really ask yourself the question, where am I in this phase? Volume, value, omnipresence. The first thing to understand is there is no bad stage. Every stage has pros and cons. What's important is that you're true to the season that you're in. The biggest mistake I see is that people come in and they try to play bigger than they than they really should, right? You're at 20K a month, but you're trying to be everywhere, right? You're at 50K a month and you're building a freaking content team. And now you're wondering why six months later you're at 40K a month, right? <laughs> and it's because you're trying to run before you can walk. So the important thing is, is to acknowledge where you are to figure out the pros, the cons, the risks, the strengths of this season and to double down on this. All the way through, you've got to keep getting better at content. All the way through, you've got to keep establishing uh, more of an expertise in your market, understanding them deeper, developing skills of uh, copywriting and psychology and influence that never changes. The game of getting better never ends, but hopefully this is a helpful framework for you. Now, I mentioned the hub and spoke model. This is very simple. This is what I'm doing. You might be in it and experiencing it right now. So one of the things that I see when it comes to content creators uh, or coaches that are content creators is they burn out really fast and they start to despise content creation because they're trying to create too much too soon. And so when you're trying to be omnipresent, when that time is right for you, the secret, which might be surprising to you, is you still want to create for one channel. Now we call this typically our community funnel, right? It might be a Facebook group, might be a school group, courtesy of Sam Ovens. Uh, it might be an Instagram page, it might be a Twitter page. But the point is, is that you are focusing in on 80% on of your efforts towards this channel. And then what you do is you build the team and the systems to redistribute that across different channels. So for example, Right now, I'm creating everything with my community funnel in mind. So I'm shooting this video and I know exactly where it's gonna be posted. I know who I'm speaking to right now, but I also know this video is gonna go on YouTube. The audio is gonna be taken for a podcast. An editor is gonna go through this video and break it down into different shorter videos. And somewhere along the way, someone might even turn my words I'm speaking into an article. And so this is literally how it works is you take these things 
and you can break them down into different pieces of content that go in different places. And then all of a sudden you have omni-channel without you having to burn yourself out as a creator. So I know this is probably, uh, well, whether or not you're expecting this, I'm not sure, but this is not the type of video I would normally make. But I wanna say that uh, this has been an incredibly helpful framework for myself and my clients. And I really wanna encourage you to figure out for this stage of, of business that you're at, where are you? How should you be thinking about content? Um, oftentimes when you look at the stage you're at, it actually feels liberating because you feel like you don't have to do 